I'm recording. I'm recording too. Oh man. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today, my friends, we are talking about shutdown. <laughs> Don't shut it down. Dun, dun. Shut it down. I think just I think periodically throughout this episode, we should just do those like law and order sounds that they're <laughs> apparently very fond of putting in now. Yeah, the I doosh, absolutely doosh. agree. Doosh. I, I mean, I feel like if something's not dramatic, just throw it in there to punctuate it. Right. Because that's what that's what we're doing now, season five. Yeah. Um, yeah let us. That's where we're going. <laughs> let's oh. let's sing and then let's 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 dive right in. Okay. To the shutdown. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we need a remix of this one because it's just so, it's so tense. It's so intense. It is pretty tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I really like we, this we, Yeah, we just need to add the on order things. <laughs> yeah. Just do, randomly. Um, the singing. <laughs> I don't think I've rewatched this episode since, uh, this is a good segue, since the government shutdown in October of 2013 when it oh, happened yeah. in real life. Do, do you remember what life yes. was like at that time? I, I do think- because this episode was my like understanding of <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> I think you're not alone in that. I think yeah, many I people so, would yeah. readily admit to it. I think I had just watched The West Wing for the first time. I believe it was 2013, so it was pretty fresh on the brain, and so yeah. I just remember at the time when the government was shut down and everybody was sharing screenshots from this episode and yeah. quotes and Instagrams. Yeah. It was everywhere. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the history of shutdowns in America? Do we? Is that a thing? We. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that. I mean, obviously, the thing. I mean, for that. our podcast, <laughs> obviously, it's the not... history of shutdowns is an actual thing. I just meant. Is Sometimes that our in life? Is that our style? Is that what we're doing? Season no, five, it's not really gotta, our style. You got to do what no. you got to do. You know. <laughs> I think for cre- <laughs> I think for credibility, we'll just we'll just give like the Wikipedia Twitter snapshot of it. Yeah. And that's. It's happened several times, aside from the Obama presidency. Uh, In Clinton's administration, there were two shutdowns in 95 and 96. First one was five days, second one was 21 days. And happened in Gerald Ford's presidency. Some funding gaps in Reagan and George Bush, but not really that severe. So, yeah, obviously there was a precedent for this, but I just think this is great television, personally. I mean, I, I love this episode. Is that weird? I don't know. There are things I don't no, love I about it. it we'll get into it. Uh, yeah. I always feel okay. so like like I'm gonna be like I don't know. I feel like people are gonna egg my house when I like like an episode of season five, you know, because it's so maligned. But yeah, I like this episode. I think it's. I mean, we'll get into it a lot, but seeing Josh and the president go to battle is just that just makes the whole thing for me so i'm all on board i'm I'm all in somebody said that this is the episode where josh and bartlett get their groove back and you know i love a when stella got her groove back reference so yes i (laughs) I agree yes that's really that it's so true is yeah great in my opinion 
uh, I guess for the for the, for the TikTok, here's what happens: the government is shut down, and they're trying to find a way the it. to <laughs> yeah to come to either a continuing resolution or an actual budget, and yeah. they're just trying to tread water until that happens. The end. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, and there's like a little bit going on. I mean, there's there. Side storylines with not side storylines, but we got the thing going on with Josh and sort of still being benched, and uh, that's really it. The first lady is coming back. Like there's a little storyline about that, and then you know Donna gets sent away and little things, yeah. but it's all revolving around the shutdown. Exactly. So yeah. should we just get this part out of the way? Because I would love to hear your take on it. Because I don't okay. want to end on this, so I'd like to start with this. This is the first episode, but not the last, that we will have with Rena. <laughs> yeah. So, how does everybody feel about Rena? What did you think when you first met her on the screen? I think that I was like, why are we wasting screen time with this character slash storyline? But what, that, I mean, that's, it just... That's my question, is what, what do you think... Here's what, okay, sorry, let me collect my thoughts. Uh, I know we're not at the end of her story arc, but I, I'm wondering what the purpose, the original purpose was going to be for her. I feel like they were going to go in a direction and then just didn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> Which would not be first for the West Wing, obviously. But I know, but it's, it's so it's so out of nowhere. Yeah, it's so out of nowhere. I agree. And I think that's my biggest thing with it is that it just feels so it takes you out of the storyline in the episode and and it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it fits at all to me with our world and with I don't know it was just like okay what is this what's happening why is when this did, here when did when did this start happening when people randomly pop up because I feel like Ryan intern Ryan would would fall into that category do they feel like they just need to add characters just to switch things up every now and again i mean the matthew perry one was a good one but and they had that one random aid that sort of went off on yes you go off on toby like like little things like that i don't know Mm, i don't know when this started happening but i know in the first three seasons it it didn't happen nearly as much like we just kind of stuck with our people even with angela blake and no offense to her but i'm it's just like why why are we doing this but yeah it's entertaining, yeah. I will say. <laughs> I, it's entertaining it? to be like, oh, well, it's novel. It's like, what? It's what's happening? What's going on? Who are? Who is this yeah. woman, and why is she cleaning up what is apparently like five nights worth of McDonald's cups or whatever yeah, in the Roosevelt room? Yeah. I don't want to say that I'm like indifferent about it, but I just every time she was on screen, and no insult to her, it just felt that out of the blue. Like it just every time she was on screen, I'm like, let's get back to. The other storylines that I care about right now. <laughs> yeah, all all I'm saying is like, would if if you were her, would you even really interrupt Leo, the chief of staff, while he's talking about anything and ask him where the dumpsters are? No, probably not. No. Probably not. Okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way. So all right, take it away, Sally. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something I liked about this episode. First of all, I should say that I noticed this episode seems like the first in a while that I was writing down a lot of of dialogue a lot of like quips because usually I would just write down like lines that I liked even not funny lines but just well-written lines and this was the first one in a while where I sort of felt like I was doing that more again uh so maybe I feel like 
the show is getting its groove back a little bit. There were just yeah. a lot of there were just a lot of lines to me that sounded like the West Wing we're used to. That sounded I don't know that that just fit the style, and so I was writing a lot of them down. I, I won't just list all of them. We'll, we'll talk about them when they come up. But so I liked that, and I liked that even though this episode takes place over a few days it sort of had a 17 people feel to me obviously not anywhere like in the ballpark of that but in the sense that like all of our people except donna are stuck in the white house trying to figure out this problem you know what i mean like they're mm-hmm. all it's the core they're ordering team. food and they're staying there late and they're it, it's all until we walk to the hill which is separate it's just like they're i don't know I, I, so i just think that that's kind of fun it's like a camp out vibe <laughs> Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the camp out <laughs> episode. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, like I just it. like when we're obviously other than the big scene on the hill, we are mostly in the White House and I just think that's enjoyable. Like they're putting their heads together. They're trying to come up with stuff. I, I think it's fun to watch them in that environment. Obviously, For they're sure. always mostly in the White House, but you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I do love this is where Josh gets his groove back and Donna did yes. help with that. Because he was saying, you know, like, well, he knows where my office is, you know, still Mm -hmm. the wounded puppy sort of approach Mm -hmm. to it. I mean, and I get it. He was severely benched and for what feels like a long time. But even on the phone with him, she tells him to get back in the game. And it turns out that that's exactly what Bartlett needed. He needs somebody to remind him that he is the boss. You know, we're having this crisis of leadership. Even Bingo Bob is giving him, you know, criticism. Like, you know what they call a guy, a leader without followers? He's just taking a walk. I could have done without that. But I could have done without that, but I really enjoyed Leo's reaction to it. Because Leo's, John Spencer's acting in reaction to it was like, oh, come on with that line. But at the same time, it was like. (laughs) Oh man, even Bingo like he just reacted even so Bob well. Gets it. Yeah, yeah. Like he yeah, I thought yeah, the line was cheesy. I, I'm hoping that it was intentionally that bad and then Leo's reaction really sold it <laughs> for me. But yeah, I agree Josh, the president needed someone. I feel like the president was so frustrated because he's like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like why is no one on board with me? We are yeah, supposed to be swinging for the scared. fences. Right. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. that even Toby wasn't quite, like, to- totally behind him. Because they were all very yeah. aware of the approval ratings at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, which, like, like when did when did our approvals... I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago, that they've sort of just mentioned that our approvals are dropping. Our approval ratings are dropping. Yeah. And they said in this one it's in the 30s. I'm like, where? how is this happening? We were just talking about how they're going to be falsely high for a while. I get that they would drop a little bit, but why now suddenly? Like, what? We don't really get, like, an explanation. Just, I guess, that they're not Where's doing Joey anything. Where's Joey Lucas? We need Joey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joey, can, can you explain this to me? Give what happened? I know. I don't know. Whatever. Well, yeah. So, I was just surprised that they were all really concerned with that. And Josh was the only one who was ready to back him all the way. So, it was... Yeah. It was a triumphant episode, and who doesn't love that? Oh, yeah. That's good television right there. Yeah. I mean, I was rooting so hard for them, and I think that's part of what made me really like this episode. Like, even if I didn't love every aspect of it, at the end of the day, I was just so Team Josh and Team Bartlett that yeah. it just was fun. 
Yeah, this is a definite. It's definitely a Bartlett for America episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Freaking Halfley. I hate that guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad he sort of got what was coming to him to an extent. And I'm. And what a power play when when they yeah. decide to actually go over there and they're sitting yeah. in the lobby. And of, the, of course they're going to make the president of the free world wait. And I love that only Halfley is the one being a knucklehead saying, no, we have to get a plan. And everyone else is like, nah, we still don't make the president wait. Yeah. And all I, kept, all I kept thinking is that if this were 2016, like Obama would be on his phone or something. He's just, Bartlett's <laughs> just sitting there in the lobby, just sitting. Yeah. And then when Josh leans over and says that they should go, it's just magic. You just know that that is is exactly, like, he just moved his chess piece to the right spot. Yeah, like, you can just feel like, yep, that's exactly what you should do. Like, you can, I don't know, it just, you just want to, like, cheer. Because, especially because we we are made to dislike Halfley so much. So when it blows up specifically in his face, it's not just the whole Republican Party, like like you were saying, it is specifically Halfley that's like, no, he can wait or whatever. You know, like, we have to have a plan. So for that, I don't know, for the victory to come really at his expense. And yep. you can you can tell, yeah, that he has failed. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it was just, I was so See you excited. later, Halfley. And because Josh got his group back. I'm excited for the president, but, like, I'm more excited for Josh, I think. Me too. It's been just a long time of him yeah. not being himself and, and the administration suffering in consequence of that. Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been so long since I had seen, rewatched this episode that I couldn't remember who Leo called in and and, and <laughs> then it was it was Abby. I mean, talk <laughs> about being desperate when you're like calling the guy's wife. But Bartlett was just sitting at home watching a Notre Dame basketball game. Yeah, I liked that because... I like that you could tell just how over he was just like, I'm just done. Not done. Like he obviously still cared. He was trying to get something done, but he was like, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not playing this game. I'm not gonna we're not gonna do three percent. Like he can come to me when he's ready. you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just I enjoyed Homie, that. Homie don't play that. Mm-mm. I think yeah, I think it makes it more of a power play. Like if he had gone back to his office and fretted about it, it would have been less impressive, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I love that Abby is the one that says, Jed, where's Josh? Yes, me too. I love it. I I know. When she said, where's Josh, I just wrote, well, Abby, you might just be my MVP for that. Because (laughs) she really is the voice of wisdom. Yeah. I also like when she first walks in, when she first walks into the Roosevelt room and she's like, what have you people been doing? Or something like that. Everyone's face in that scene, like, when they turn around and see her, they literally, they genuinely look like kids that just got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> They're like, I don't, well, I don't know. What, what do you mean? What have we been doing? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> that was fun. I also love, there's a scene later, right before uh, she's about to leave to get ready for the state dinner that she's cooking for, which I think is hilarious. Uh, she's about to leave, and when you walk into the, where that scene starts, you can tell that she and Jed had just had a conversation. Just by the look on their faces, you can tell they had some sort of challenging conversation. And I just Mm -hmm. liked that, because they didn't have to do that. You know, it wasn't scripted or anything, but it shows where they are. It You know, they have to find a way for it to make sense that she would be back in 
back in the swing of things and they still have unresolved issues. So it was mm-hmm. just a short uh, moment, but I thought it was great. I felt the same way about how they wrote the how they wrote Josh and Donna talking about about, you know, Leo coming to Josh's office and Donna sort of encouraging him. Like the way that they wrote that, it really sounded like they had talked about it before. It sounded very relationship ish to it me. It did. Uh, yeah. Like this is something we've been talking about. I know you've been down about it. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of feeling. Uh like they didn't really have to explain the whole situation. They knew what they were talking about already and I just I thought it was interesting that they wrote it that way or like that they wrote it that way with that familiarity familiarity yeah so yeah and and that everybody can't live up to their full potential without the encouragement and yeah without the encouragement of so many people on their team you know like Bartlett needs Josh and he needs Abby and Josh needs Donna and other right people as well you know what I mean and and Leo yeah they're all pieces of Mm -hmm. the puzzle like right yeah I agree everybody needs each other guys yeah I mean and it's so sad when uh they're sending everybody home and only non-essential uh uh, non-essential personnel go home essential personnel you basically have to work without pay love ya mean it (laughs) I like that there's a tiny moment when they're telling everybody and Leo and Margaret have another little moment because Margaret's like, could it be days? Could it be weeks? And Leo's just like, it's going to be how long it's going to be. I know. In my head when she was saying that, I was wondering, is she trying to like plan a vacation to Aruba? Because that's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, But it was sad though because Donna wants to stay and I feel like she should be allowed to stay if she wants to work. But apparently it's coercion. So that's a problem. She had a funny line about taking her laptop and Josh says only if you want three federal agents to come home with you and she said do I get to pick which three (laughs) oh that was cute and then Josh offers his laptop and then he's like but don't read anything in the folder marked private actually don't take my laptop I thought that was good I thought like little things like that that felt felt more in step uh felt like vintage West Wing yeah it felt yeah it's like they're not trying so hard to point out the jokes. They're just there. You yes. know what I mean? They're just, it's just a little totally. Chuckle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Well, in the opposite sense, the, the subtitles with Republican war room and white house war room, I could have done without like, yeah. Yeah. But we kind of get what's happening here, <laughs> right. but thank you. <laughs> right. And yeah. Will Bailey, geez, oh, Pete, you don't know why Bartlett did the shutdown and you don't know where to find coffee. Like, just get it together, man. And, like, why is he there? Now that, like, it's been pointed out, <laughs> I just don't understand. And it's not that I don't want Will Bailey there. I, I do. Let's fine. Keep the character. Let's yeah. have him there. But it does not make sense now that you have written him into the vice presidency. Like, he, he why would he be there? <laughs> you know? Like, it's not a, it's not that I don't want him there, but why is he there can anybody explain this <laughs> I, you know now that somebody pointed yeah. it out i just can't un because he's in so many essential meetings where it's just senior staff yeah and well he's will he's trying to get the vp to be of substance and so he's really trying to i guess be in the know so he can educate the vp but yeah okay. we'll put this in the y column with rena yeah. just the two well, of them yeah it's will, just why will Bailey and rena over there just you just brought him on to replace sam just let him replace sam and stay in all the meetings without any questioning <laughs> anyway 
It's fine. In other news, Donna saved social social security. So yeah, I wish that that had gotten more of a storyline. I mean, it did a little bit, but it was just like she walked in and was like, "I saved social security." She didn't say that, but (laughs) you know, somebody said, "Aren't you the one who saved social security?" Um, And and Josh and Donna had a cute moment about you know she was like, "I pulled a rebound." That was cute. Yeah, that was really cute. That felt old West Wing ish to me too. It was nice to see her flexing her political muscle, even in her conversation on the phone before she encourages Josh to reach out to Leo and to stand up and all that stuff. She was just talking about her, her, she was so conversant in all that was going on Mm -hmm. uh, and all the implications of the shutdown. And I just felt like, all right, she's not holding back as much. So I liked that. Yeah, and I liked that. I almost just wish it had had one more little bit of a scene you know a just little bit more time flesh out yeah just to flesh out that storyline a little bit but you know yeah you do? maybe we get rid of rena and we talk more about donna and social security <laughs> yeah i'm i'm with that but again donna's <laughs> donna's story arc is is one of my favorites on the show yeah oh, some people easily, yeah some people say charlie some people say donna i don't know if anybody says anybody else but well a lot, of, a lot of the other ones don't really have that much of an arc they just are great the whole time, which is kind of how I feel about Charlie. Like, Charlie learns and grows, but he was always, like, an upstanding young man. You know what I mean? Like, he is coming into his own still pretty early in life and all of that. Donna, I just feel like it's a more... I don't know. I don't know. It feels more earned to me, maybe. I don't know. Not that she's not upstanding I, the whole time, but I yeah, just love and she, everything about it. <laughs> she's great the whole time, but, yeah, you definitely see yeah. her go on more of a journey... In, yeah, throughout yeah. Her, her time. Right. For show. The hill, like the walk. The walk oh, up yeah. the hill. Oh, man. That's the I, best. Uh, of what else to say? Yeah, I thought it was great. Maybe it seemed silly or ridiculous to people, but I just, I was, I was all in. I mean, we got the oh, president yeah. surprising people, which is always my favorite. Yeah, so he's he like, Kansas the bus is a long way tourists. to come here. <laughs> And yeah. it says that we're shut down. Yeah. And then when Josh gets the idea to walk, you can just see the light click in his head. And that was fun. Oh, yeah. He was like, and I liked that Angela, Angela's kind of looking at him. She has a line about should have worn different shoes. But like as she's delivering that line and looking at him, she's sort of like, okay, I see you. I, all right. Yeah. She's like uh-huh. a little bit impressed. She's like, all right, we're doing this. Should have worn different shoes. So I like yeah, that. This- this is finally the Bartlett that we've been waiting for. It, it comes yeah. in waves. We need a, a let Bartlett be Bartlett moment at least once <laughs> per season. Maybe yeah. twice. Agreed. Agreed. And that's that's where we are, and I couldn't be happier about it. Agreed. Any other little moments? One, when they show, they're entering one of the scenes, and they're looking at a TV with a news report, and it's a little girl talking about visiting Grandma. Boo. Big thumbs down. <laughs> you know what? In general, so cheesy. The news reports, I thought, in general, were pretty cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Like, the characters yeah. were a little bit larger than life to me. Yeah. Or caricaturish. No, no it was like... Yeah, they, they didn't seem like real people at all to me, so... Yes. Mm, no. Sorry, other than that... <laughs> I There's one tiny moment with CJ and Toby, I think, and they're talking about... I think Toby's frustrated about the shutdown... And CJ, CJ has a line that says like, oh, it feels like, it feels like something else. And Toby's like, yeah. it's something else like what? And she's like, leadership? Really? And then she like walks away. And I thought that was fun because we had seen 
CJ sort of struggling because we were talking about how everybody else didn't seem to be on board with Bartlett, but there was that one moment where CJ was kind of like, you know, this, this is, this could be good. I feel good about this. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I like that. It was very, very quick. Also, I wondered about the opening scene. I, I, anytime that there's a continuation, so either an end of a season or yeah. just an episode with two parts where they pick up right in the same scene, do they shoot those all at once or do they really go back and just have to make sure the continuity is there? Oh. Because you know how this one picks up right where separation right. of powers ends? Yeah. yeah I just yeah. wondered, like, did... Did they write enough of of shutdown to yeah. to at least film the first scene all at the same time, or is it different? I always want to know. Um. Yeah. Obviously, I don't. I don't have an answer to that. I think it's interesting. There are a lot of other. There are other season and series finales, not series finales, season finales, and other shows that have been like that. And I wonder the same thing. Uh, I assume it, it could be done either way. It probably. Yeah. It probably yeah. just depends. So. I, well, we d- we are going to be having a writer from the show on yeah. our show so we can ask him <laughs> about that and yay. i can't wait yay <laughs> i don't know man i just love this episode i could probably stand to go yeah. watch it again and yeah. i feel like we're getting our groove back the next episode is a christmas one and those yeah. are always fun i there, think there were just like a few two two ish other tiny things when josh and the president decide to go up to the hill and they leave at least Leo and Toby in the room when they're leaving. Oh yeah. Cause it's when he, Leo tells Angela to go ahead. Toby, if you watch Richard Schiff in that scene, he is sort of grinning to himself like, mm. all right, let's, let's do it. Like the look on his face was pretty perfect. And I liked that a lot. And I'm still surprised he didn't go with, honestly. I am too. I guess he feels like it's not his, his realm, Maybe. you know? And since yeah. it's Josh's big moment now, um, yeah. so I like that. And then there's a scene with Leo and the president before he meets with Halfley where he says, where the president like thanks him for the last few months. And he said, he says like these last months, thank you, blah, blah, blah. But the look on his face yes. is just like, but I'm okay now. I'm ready to kick some ass. Like <laughs> you don't need to hold my hand. <laughs> yeah. Hey Leo, I like that. sorry the last few months have been absolutely crazy and you've been holding <laughs> right. us together with like yeah. tape and whatever. Uh, <laughs> But I'm it, back and I'm ready. Yeah, I'm glad that that yeah. I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad that Bartlett felt present enough to say that. However, it did feel like mm, too late and not enough? Question mark. Yeah, but maybe. Sure, that's his job. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> no I liked problem. the scene with Halfley. I was sort of glad we got to see that because we don't normally normally things are that happen like right. that are off screen, and he would just say, "Oh, we got it settled." But I liked yeah. when he sort of yells. He doesn't yell at Halfley, but when he says the thing about, I'm not going yeah. to negotiate with anyone who holds a gun to my head. Just yes. Oh, Throwing can you the just imagine off. being Halfley and like shaking in your boots in the Oval Office? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, and, and I then, loved that he was sitting at his desk too, not yeah. on the couch. Because almost always they're on the yes. couch, but this is a power yeah. move. And they mentioned that, so, like sort of allude to it, about that it's set up so that you remember that you're talking to the president. Which I like. Yeah, and the president is the one on this this side of the desk. I right. mean, yeah, yeah. Who, who doesn't love that? Yeah, and then <laughs> I love that he sort of when the when the staff comes in, and they're like, "Did we get a continuing resolution?" That Bartlett's sort of holding on to the information yeah. as he walks mm-hmm. around the desk and is like, "We got it's a like, budget." I thought that was fun. I like. See, things. you don't need to have like 
steamy sex scenes in the Oval Office to have a political drama no, that's captivating. No. Just shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. Yep. Well, who... Can you pick an MVP? There are a lot of contenders. Um, it might be a split, uh, split one. I think mine is, is President Bartlett. Okay, Obviously, fair enough. I love I love Josh, but I don't know. I like that President Bartlett picked himself up and did it. I guess Abby helped a little bit, but he was ready to go. Yeah, and Josh I, had to be like, I was going to vote Abby. Okay, cool. I was going to vote Abby and Aww. maybe split it with Donna. But I'll, I'll say Abby of the two. Okay, well, I'll vote President, President Bartlett and split it with Josh. Four MVPs. Everyone's MVP. <laughs> the government has been refunded. Mrs. Uh, Abby Bartlett's back in the White House. Halfley is not on the throne. Everything is right All in the world. Things. Yep. All good things. Cool. Well, that's that sounds good. Well, if you guys have any thoughts or feelings about this episode or anything else West Wing related, send it to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at wingingitpod. And uh, next up will be a little uh, Christmas. So we can't wait. And we will see you then. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>